Welcome to the Gateworld Podcast. Welcome everyone to the Gateworld Podcast. My name is Darren. If you're a longtime listener to the podcast, welcome back. If you're a new listener, I'm glad that you're here with me today. Uh, this is a new kind of podcast experience for GateWorld. We started podcasting, David and I started podcasting all the way back in the first episode of season five of Stargate Atlantis. So that would have been, what, 2008? We podcasted pretty consistently on a weekly basis for about five years or so. Uh, so there's lots to listen to in the archive if you're new to the show. We have episode discussions, we have full season discussions uh, for every season of Stargate for, for SG-1, for Atlantis, for Stargate Universe, and then we also have lots of fun topical discussions about, about ascension, about time travel, about sci-fi tropes. It's been great. This is the start of a new season for the Gate World podcast. And what I'm going to try to do is do some podcasts that are shorter in length, that you can sort of listen to quickly on your commute, kind of smaller, easy to digest bites. And I'm also flying solo. And I'll talk in just a moment about where David is and what he's doing. Uh, but, you know, I figure, hey, the, the people on talk radio can do this, this solo thing. Uh, and they can do it for, what, three hours at a stretch. Surely I can I can talk for 10 or 15 minutes. Um, so it's an experiment. We'll see how it goes. We'll see if you like it. Uh, please post a comment, send in feedback, tell me what you want me to talk about. But I would also like to have not just my voice on here. So uh, if we decide to move forward, if you like this style of podcast, then maybe we'll open up the voicemail lines and give you a chance to call in, uh, leave your thoughts, ask questions, that sort of thing. I'm going to aim for uh, roughly 10 to 20 minutes for each of these and just have one or two smallish topics to talk about. So where is David? Where is my good friend David Reed? Um, I wouldn't say he's moved on to bigger and better things because he's still a, a GateWorld uh, editor and contributor. But uh, David's been doing quite a lot of work the last few years with some of the official Stargate stuff. So he is one of the people who runs now the official Stargate social media channels. If you follow Stargate, uh, the official Stargate fan page on uh, Facebook, if you follow Stargate Command on Twitter, David is one of the people who's doing that, that regular content on there. He has also recently announced that he is hosting a new official Stargate podcast. This is really exciting. The first episode launched in July. So the first episode of the official Stargate podcast is out. Uh, you can find that at officialstargatepodcast.com. And you know what? The first episode, I'm in too. So if you missed the good old days of me and David uh, shooting the breeze about Stargate, I was the guest for the first episode of the official podcast, along with our good friend Jenny Stiven. Go and, and listen to that. That was a lot of fun to do. We talked a lot about kind of our history, our history with, with Stargate, our history with uh, visiting Vancouver, and the history of GateWorld. So that's what David is doing now. Maybe we can get him back on here for a podcast from time to time, but uh, that's uh, where you can find him now. 
So uh, the plans are to move forward with some short sort of topical discussions like this. There's lots to catch up on. I think I'm going to save the Dean Devlin, Roland Emmerich film trilogy for uh, a separate recording. Uh, you may have heard by now, if you're finding this podcast on GateWorld or on iTunes, you may have heard that in the fall of 2016, the planned Stargate reboot film trilogy from the original film creators has sort of crashed and burned. It's, it's off. Uh, we'll discuss that more in detail in a future installment. Just what, what I think happened there. Our main topic, what I'd like to talk about today, is what's going on right now. Uh, I'm recording this the start of September in 2017, and the news that we've just got in the last, last several weeks over the course of the summer is that a new Stargate show is coming. Uh, it's called Stargate Origins. It's going to tell the story of a young Catherine Langford, at least the first season of the show. Uh, will tell the story of Catherine Langford. You remember Catherine from the movie. She was the little girl in the opening scene of, of the Stargate movie. Uh, her father, Dr. Langford, led the archaeological expedition, discovered the Stargate uh, on the Giza Plateau in 1928, and then flash forward to present day, and Catherine is the person who brings Daniel Jackson onto the Stargate program, uh, and she seems to know a lot, right? She seems to have a good sense of Daniel, of who he is, of what he can do. And she plays a, a really significant part in the sort of founding of, of the Stargate program as it would come to be. She appeared, played by a different actress, she appeared in a few episodes of the first season of the TV show. Then we get to 1969, right? That great season two time travel episode. SG-1 goes back to 1969, uh, and do you remember where Daniel and Sam went? They went to visit Catherine, played by yet, yet another different actress. They went to find a young Catherine in the 1960s to gain intel about where the Stargate was being kept at that time, right? So they could get back to the future. Catherine's popped up from time to time uh, in, in different parts of her timeline, different parts of her story. We saw flashbacks to 1945 in The Torment of Tantalus, uh, uh, where she learns uh, that Ernest Littlefield, her fiance, has, she was told, has died in a laboratory accident. She discovers in present day that in fact he went through the Stargate and was trapped on a different planet for 50 years. So Catherine's been the sort of scarlet thread that's been woven through the history of Stargate mythology. This story, Stargate Origins, is going to go back and tell part of her story as a young woman. So I think where they're going to land is obviously several years after the feature film, where she was a kid, but before 1945, before Ernest... Uh, although it'd be cool if Ernest showed up in this thing. Paul McGillian, are you available? Probably, you know, 1930s, early 1940s, possibly even World War II era. We're going to see Catherine as a, a, a young archaeologist. Uh, look at the concept art uh, poster that they released. The vibe I kind of get from this is Catherine as Laura Croft, Tomb Raider. So uh, the format of this show... 
There's been a bit of noise uh, about Stargate Origins not being kind of everything that we wanted. And okay, it's not a big uh, multi-million dollar project that's on premium cable or anything like that. The format is it's a it's a short former or in the industry it might be called a mid-form project. Which is we're going to see 10 episodes that are roughly 10 minutes a piece. So, it's one kind of self-contained story this first season of Stargate Origins. It'll be doled out in 10-minute segments. And then when all is said and done, you put it all together, it'll be roughly the length of a TV movie. So then, presumably, if it's a success, if they want to go on and do a second season of Stargate Origins, they can tell a totally different story, right? Maybe it's Stargate Origins Apophis, or Stargate Origins System Lords, or The Ancients. You know, you could pick up any place in the Stargate timeline and tell an interesting sort of self-contained hundred-minute story. Of course, if it's a big hit, they could turn it into a full-fledged television show. They could do full-length episodes if they wanted. That reminds me of Sanctuary, actually. Amanda Tapping's show that she went to after Stargate was Sanctuary. Remember, Sanctuary started as a web series. Before it was ever on Sci-Fi Channel, it was this sort of uh, five, ten-minute segments, and you assemble it together and it makes an episode. So, really excited about that. Really excited about Origins. It's supposed to be done this year. Now, I don't know that they've started filming yet, but MGM is still saying that Origins is supposed to come out uh, before 2017 is over. So we're watching that really closely, uh, and we're bringing you all the news that we hear on GateWorld.net. So where can I go to find Stargate Origins? Uh, they announced the show at Comic-Con, and along with that announcement was the announcement of Stargate Command. Stargate Command is what MGM is calling their new digital media platform. This is, you might have heard, there's uh, lots of studios are, are, are trying this out, right? All the studios I remember several years ago when TV on DVD became a thing. Lots of studios started jumping on that, right, and releasing full seasons of their, their TV library on DVD. And then, you know, the internet became a thing, and, and we're moving sort of from one medium to the next. Now, there's a number of studios who are trying to sort of cut out the middleman, cut out the TV network, cut out the broadcaster for their shows, and actually produce full-length, full-quality TV programming that's made for the internet, that's made for their own channel. And so this started, of course, with, with Netflix and Hulu and Amazon producing originals. Now it's the TV studios themselves. It's Sony and Paramount and, uh, of course, the new Star Trek series, Star Trek Discovery, is going to live on CBS All Access, which is one of these digital streaming platforms. So CBS can cut out the middleman. If you're as excited as I am about the new Titans show from DC... Uh, Warner Brothers in DC are going to create their own digital streaming platform service for that show. It's a live-action Titans show. MGM's doing the same thing with Stargate. They're making a Stargate media platform, but it's not yet full-length episodes. Stargate Origins, again, is sort of short-form episodes. So Stargate Command is where that's going to live. Uh, you can register now. Registration just opened at stargatecommand.co. 
Uh, don't go to .com, that will take you to a different site. Stargate command.co. So this is meant to be device neutral, right? This is meant to be something that works seamlessly across all your media devices. So you can interact with, with content, you can watch behind the scenes videos, and of course you can stream full episodes on your television, on your tablet, on your phone. Uh, hopefully there's gonna be apps for all those, those devices that we use for your, uh, for your Chromecast, for your Roku, all those different things. So that you can get TV, uh, you can get Stargate basically on any any screen that you own. So you'll be able to access Origins there if you subscribe to All Access. All Access is what they're calling the the paid subscription membership level. You'll also be able to get additional content, of course, that you can't get on the free version of the site. The free version is going to have a Stargate community. It'll have special features, interactive features, quizzes, and, and that sort of thing you might find on an official website. Uh, and you'll also be able to preview the first two episodes of Stargate Origins. So roughly 20% 20, 20 of the show you'll be able to watch for free. If you want to sign up for All Access, it's $20, uh, and it gives you access to a bunch of additional behind-the-scenes material like uh, right, inside access to the Origins writer's room, that sort of thing. Uh, you'll be able to see the whole of Stargate Origins when it arrives. Uh, and then you'll also be able to watch the back catalog of all the Stargate movies and TV shows. So every episode of SG-1, Atlantis, Universe, uh, the three movies, that's the original feature film, that's Stargate The Ark of Truth, and Stargate Continuum. You'll be able to stream those. A lot of them will be in HD. What MGM has said is uh, high definition where available. Uh, and that's because, of course, if you have the DVDs, you've, you've noticed that Stargate SG-1 has not been remastered and released on Blu-ray yet. Uh, the older seasons of SG-1 are available uh, if you go for digital downloads someplace like Amazon. You can get seasons eight, nine, and ten, I think it is, in 720p. But the first seven seasons of SG-1 are still in standard definition. I expect that that's probably what we're going to get on Stargate Command All Access. I haven't heard any news yet about remastering the older stuff, but of course we're all hoping that they do. We all hope that SG-1 eventually gets a full high-res treatment and Blu-ray release. So, All Access is 20 bucks. The caveat here, if you're reading the fine print, a couple of things that we should, that we should talk about. First is, MGM has said that some premium content uh, is gonna go away on May 15th, 2018. So, the service launches September 20th of this year. That gives us roughly eight months. They haven't specified yet what the premium content is, so it's kind of a question mark as to what, what the service will look like on May the 16th and into June. But, you know, worst case scenario, you're paying $20 divided by eight months, $2.50 a month for access to everything. Uh, I think even if it goes away in May, that's a good deal. Uh, but it's, a, it's kind of a, an outstanding question what the service is going to look like in, in May and June and beyond. 
next year, if they're going to do something new, if they're going to do a second season of Origins, if they're going to require additional payments. We really don't know yet, which makes me suspect that uh, this is a a trial balloon. MGM, this is a new thing. It requires an investment to get the service up and running, to make sure it's running smoothly across all devices, to produce new live-action Stargate content that is in canon. Stargate Origins uh, is in canon. It's going to respect the film and the TV shows. It's not a, a reboot of the universe like the, the Devil and Emmerich movies were going to be. So it kind of remains to be seen. It, it remains to be seen how successful this thing is. I, I know. I can tell you what's probably obvious to you, which is that if this thing is a hit, then the studio is going to be more likely to do more of it. So I think $20 is a great deal. Go and sign up now at Stargate Command. The other thing that we should talk about is uh, international availability. Where can you get this? We would all love for every single Stargate fan in the world to be able to access this. I think MGM wants that too and wants to be able to get to that point. But when you're putting full seasons of, you know, four shows and three movies up online, it gets really tricky. One of the reasons... Stargate has been so successful over the years is because not just because it it got good ratings for Showtime and for Sci-Fi Channel and you know for other networks in other countries but because MGM could distribute it in many many territories. So Stargate was distributed in over a hundred different countries and did really well all over the world right that's why there's uh, big cadres of Stargate fans in New Zealand and Australia and Germany and Italy and France and the Netherlands and everywhere. Each of those territories, each of those countries has its own deal, right? It has its own legal contract with the local distributor, with the local broadcaster. So don't just think of it as MGM gets to send the show wherever they want in whatever form they want, whatever medium, but each and every place that it goes they sign a legal contract. Who gets to broadcast it? How often? Under what circumstances? Etc. So now if they're going to put SG-1 online and make it available every episode at your fingertips, you can watch whenever you want, that's going to affect those deals. So that's why uh, international availability for Stargate Command All Access is limited. Unfortunately, it's not available in every country, but I'm looking at the list of the countries that they have uh, nailed down, and they're, they're the, the countries with, the let's say, the highest population of Stargate fans, at least. And this might not make you feel much uh, better if you live in a place where uh, it's not going to be available. But here's the list. It's the uh, United States, obviously, uh, the UK, Canada, Germany, Australia and New Zealand. You'll be able to sign up on September 20th for Stargate Command All Access uh, and get the shows, get Stargate Origins. Everyone else in the whole world will still be able to access the the free part of the site uh, and I I think, I hope that includes the two free episodes of Origins. Uh, This this list is familiar to me actually because this is our highest uh, uh, the countries where we get the most visits for GateWorld. Uh, Our highest traffic countries are these countries, UK, Germany, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. 
So at least they're trying to get the most number of Stargate fans uh, to get access to this as they can. So just to wrap things up here, uh, we'll come back in, in future editions of the podcast. We'll have, of course, much more to say about Origins, much more to say about Stargate Command after the doors open there on September 20th. Uh, but the last thing I want to talk about just briefly is let me let me tell you about what's going on on GateWorld itself. If you've been visiting regularly, you might have noticed GateWorld's been kind of semi-dormant. It's been quiet around these parts. And I'll tell you why. Three reasons. Number one is uh, I've been busy. Sorry. GateWorld is is still a hobby. It's not a full-time job, and, and uh, real life has really preoccupied my time as I've uh, spent a few years trying to kick off a new career. Number two, obviously there's not as much to talk about Stargate-wise. The Stargate Universe left the airwaves in May of 2011. So it's been over six years now. Uh, I'm really feeling good that things are ramping back up, that there's new stuff in production, that we're going to have new stuff to talk about. Uh, and then the third reason is, behind the scenes, I've actually been working really hard on GateWorld. It's just on stuff that you haven't seen yet, uh, which is I've been getting ready for the launch of what I'm calling GateWorld 3.0. Uh, we relaunched the site about, oh, I want to say it was 10 years ago, maybe more than that, 2006, 2008 time range. We launched GateWorld 2.0. That was a site-wide refresh. We had brand new content, we had new features, and we had a new look and feel for the site. You know, that site was designed for circa 2006 computers, and you know, video was still kind of new. YouTube was was just getting going. Monitor resolutions were smaller, right? We designed that site, the site that that is online right now. We designed that site for 800 by 600 monitor resolution as the, the lowest common denominator, most common screen display. So now on today's modern displays, of course, the, the site looks really small and really squished and really tiny with tiny little font. So I've been wanting to fix that for years. Actually, I've been working on this for ah, feels like most of my lifetime, um, probably more or less since GateWorld 2.0 launched. I've been been thinking about what we would have to do with the site the next time around. I've been looking at different content management systems. I test drove a bunch of them before finally landing on the one that we did. Uh, but I would say GateWorld 3.0 has been in development off and on, right? As I was getting a, a PhD, writing a dissertation, raising kids, uh, working off and on for about six years, maybe six and a half. Uh, this iteration of the site that you're about to see started in 2011. So it's taken a huge amount of work uh, behind the scenes, getting all the content ported over into our new content management system, uh, getting the templates configured and all set up and everything displaying just right. GateWorld 3.0 is almost here. In fact, by the time this podcast goes up, it might be here. So go and check out GateWorld.net. Look at our new design launching September 2017. Look at the, the new design. It, it, it should feel familiar. It's, it's meant to be a sort of further evolution of what we were before, right? Similar, similar color scheme, similar layout. But it's new, it's fresh, it's more modern, it's mobile. That was super important, of course. You know, smartphones weren't a thing the last time we, we relaunched the site. So we have 
we have four different pieces of software that run this site. Uh, we have WordPress, the Omnipedia is run by MediaWiki, the Gallery is run by Coppermine, and our forum is run by vBulletin software. So uh, I've created uh, standard desktop versions and also mobile versions times four for all four of those platforms. So they don't all look the same, right? When you when you go to the gallery, the template changes a bit. When you go to the, the Omnipedia, your mobile template changes a bit. But you can browse the whole site on mobile now. It's all uh, responsive, it's all mobile friendly. Super excited about that. There'll be more news on that in the future. There'll be news on how you can contribute. We're really looking for more people to write for GateWorld. And I want to create a tool where you can do that, where, where you can contribute uh, news and special features, and you know, top 10 lists directly onto the site. So there's more coming. Uh, the relaunch is not just a fresher look. It's not just making GateWorld mobile friendly. But it also puts us in a position where we can do more moving into the future. We can, we can do more in terms of content, in terms of interactivity, that sort of thing. So this was a bit longer than I planned, um, but uh, let me know what you think of this new format, this new uh, solo act for the GateWorld podcast. I'm really curious to hear your feedback, to hear what you'd like me to talk about in future installments. There's a lot going on in, in Stargate land. There's... We can talk about the, the canceled movies. We can talk about the new Stargate comic books. Right? SGU and Atlantis both have active comics running. Of course, we'll talk more about Stargate Command and Stargate Origins. But let me know. That's our show for today. Thank you for listening to the Gate World Podcast. <laughs>